Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. Well, that must have been some kind of doll. She was. In five, four, three, two. Extreme close-up! Welcome back into the Radcast. I'm Steven. Hi. Who cares? You're right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I'm his brother, Matt. Hi, Matt. You're always a welcome addition here. Thank you for allowing me back on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you need to watch your mouth next time. I'm of course. Getting, getting Cheers. Too many letters. Mm-hmm. Too many letters. Um, anyway, welcome back into the Radcast, everybody. Um, we are on our road to our 50th episode, making our stop here, episode 48, Radcast Ramble, where we're doing yet again another question and answer yes. episode. Uh, Just sprang up ramble. on us, too. Yeah. The 50th uh, episode. Yeah. According to our hosting website, this is our 50th episode. This is our 50th entry. Yeah, we that had, doesn't count. Yeah, we had the two, we had two preview episodes that... They, yeah. Those don't count. Yeah. So episode slugs they call them exactly. <laughs> so we've we've been having a special road up to fifty. Uh, episode forty six was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. Mm-hmm. Forty seven was last week Diamond Eyes. Forty eight being this week question and answer. Forty nine our Radcast Roulette. We are so excited Very to excited. announce we are going to be doing Pokemon now. For those of you that know us, you're kind of maybe tilting your head. <laughs> we know nothing but, about Pokemon, but. <laughs> We thought it would be fun to have the proper gents on. Yes. So Jeff Wright making his return, Zach Matthews making his return, and Jake Villawald making his return. All three of them, kind of a, a Radcast proper gents crossover. Yes. For those of you that don't know, the Proper Gentleman podcast is our our first is our baby. It's our first yeah. podcast that we have with our very good friends that we've grown up. All three of those guys who've also been on here. But episode forty nine next week. Radcast Roulette. We are going to be quizzing. We're not quizzing. We'll be probing them about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Pokemon probes. Yeah. Uh, so, Pokemon probes. Because we've al- yeah. we've always enjoyed listening to them talk about Pokemon. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. We're just going to talk to them about Pokemon. And episode 50 being the, the next Radcast Rentals is Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's Big, Big Adventure. Adventure. Celebrating its 35th anniversary. Yeah, exactly. We are so excited. Ever since we were kids... It's it's one of the more quoted movies that yeah. we've ever seen, that we quote. Yep. Um, and we're going to talk silliness about and ridiculous and, and kind of our intro into like absurdist kind of really of. Yeah, weird yeah. yeah humor. Um, but Pee Wee's Big Adventure is going to be episode fifty. But again, we are stopping here. Episode forty eight this week. The Radcast Ramble. Before we get into that, before we get into our uh, our growing segment this month mm-hmm. in history. Uh, this past week, the time that we're recording this on Friday, um, the entertainment world and the comedy world lost a, an absolute legend. Somebody mm-hmm. that I don't think gets enough credit for how much yeah. he contributed along with his wife and Mira. Um, Jerry Stiller passed away. Yeah. And for those of you unfamiliar, I mean, for those of you who might not know, he is Ben Stiller's dad, but yeah. also he's been in the entertainment world ever since you know the 50s yeah i was gonna say as ben stiller got more famous obviously people knew who he was but this primary um identification was as ben stiller's dad when really Mm. he and like you said his wife and ben stiller's mom and And mira Mira. carved out a comedy career for themselves before ben stiller was even on the scene yeah and for us personally jerry stiller always always had a presence Ever mm-hmm. since we ever since we were kids, not just like on screen, yeah. he has a presence. He he takes over any scene he's yeah. in. But I mean, ever since we were kids, heavyweights, yep. him and Ann Mira were the Bushkins. Yep. Zoolander, he's Maury Ballstein. We yeah. watched Zoolander constantly with our sister. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Frank I mean, but you know, 
what I'm building up to there is like, although we had those experiences and we have the great, you know, quotable memories from that, even, you know, a show like King of Queens, which I can't stand all Arthur Spooner was yeah. the only parts I enjoyed on that show because of Jerry Stiller. But like Matt said, Frank Costanza yeah. is the coup de gras for us, for, for a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. for Jerry Stiller. Last night I was watching Frank Costanza clips and every single time I always just belly laugh. Yeah. I, there's so he has so many quotes from Frank Costanza that we use that others use. There's compilations upon compilations on YouTube of just gold. Of Jerry Stiller's Frank Costanza. And Jerry Seinfeld has even said Jerry Stiller never received one artistic direction or stage no. direction or anything is is all Jerry Stiller. What's so funny is Jason Alexander talks about how he's Jerry Stiller. A is the most down to earth, sweetest, kindest human being, which I totally believe it. Yeah. Um, and B, he was such a professional. He always wanted to stick to the script. So sometimes the unorthodox delivery uh-huh. of Frank Costanza yeah. is like, I mean, one, an example that I think of is when I was young, I had a, a silver dollar, dollar collection, collection. <laughs> like that. Is it's essentially it's Jerry Stiller trying to remember his line verbatim, yeah. and sometimes yeah he's in. It's a character choice to be as as over the top and bombastic and frantic as Frank Costanza is, along yeah. with Estelle Harris, who is. Um, why am I blanking on Mrs. Estelle? Cast- Estelle Costanza. Yeah, it's Estelle Harris. Yeah, yeah. Is Estelle Costanza. Yeah. Um, that's obviously a character choice, but I think it's also some added frustration because Jerry Stiller really wants to like remember his lines. And like after, after so many takes, he was like, I can do that take better. Yeah. Even though Jason Alexander was like, everybody is just busting a gut yeah. over what he gave. It's Jerry Stiller was a true comedic gem. Yep. And again, ever since I was, even when we didn't watch Seinfeld, when we were kids, whenever it was kind of on, I always knew Kramer, and I always knew Frank Costanza. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry Stiller, you will be dearly missed. You're with, you know, you're with your wife now. Yeah. Um, and we're we just we want to salute you. Um, now again, just had kind of a presence ever since we were kids in our life. No matter if it was Heavyweights or Zoolander, and then later yeah. Seinfeld. So rest in peace, Jerry Stiller. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, kind of slowly creep into the segue. This into, month in history. This month in history. Yeah. Um, again, we've done this the last couple of, uh, rambles. It's one of my favorite things you to do. You can take our word as gospel. Yeah. Everything <laughs> we say happened as we say it happened. Exactly. So without further ado, this is This Month in History. This Month in History. Not what it seems to be. This month in history. Just like you and me. This month in history. So, of course, starting with May 1st, I tried <laughs> to go um, in uh, date order. But uh, so May 1st, 1707, Great Britain was formed after you. Great Britain was formed after... <laughs> Must not have been so great. No, yeah, yeah, yeah tongue-tied. What's so uh, great about it? Great Britain was formed after a union between England and Scotland was formed. So he's formed twice there. I hate the Scots. <laughs> Scots and other Scots. Grounds, grounds, keep our willy. Grounds, keep our willy. So, I mean, that's cool. You know, Great Britain. Sure. You know, it's yeah. the... Uh, it's a, Union between England and Scotland, and then later the United Kingdom with Northern Ireland coming yeah. in. Uh, 1931, May 1st, 1931, the Empire State Building officially opens. Of course. So that's cool. Uh, May 1st, 1936, JFK's Eskimo brother Joe DiMaggio makes his debut Joey D. in uh, yeah. Major League Baseball. Don't Google Eskimo brother. I'll tell you yeah. what it is right now. It's, yeah. it's two people who have had sex, had sex with, with the same, same woman. woman. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that woman being Jackie O. o. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Um, 1941. Lucille Ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you decide if that was JFK, Lucille Ball, or Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Booker T from The Wrestler. Uh, <laughs> uh, again, May 1st, 1941, Cheerios hit shelves. Uh, 10 years later, 1951, speaking of hits, Mickey Mantle hits his ah, first home Mick. run. Yes. 
1962, still on May 1st, the first Kmart opens. Good. Still on May 1st, 1982, the World's Fair in Knoxville, which the Sun's Fair with yeah, a bunch of wigs of in it. <laughs> Knoxville, Knoxville, the Knoxville. Simpsons, yeah. Classic. Um, May 1st, 1985, five-time guest Jeremy Weed was born. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So skipping to May 5th, 1961, Alan Shepard is the first American in space. This Shep. Event, the Shep. Uh, this event helped intensify the space race between America and the Soviet Union. Speaking of, Karl Marx was born May 5th, 1818. He would never get out of the shadow of his brother, Richard. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> you knew where I was going with exactly. that. Exactly. And their dad, Groucho. Groucho. And their other dad, Chico. And then his progressive their mom, marriage. Harpo. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite the family. This is a fucked up lineage. <laughs> May 6th, 1527, uh, the Renaissance ends with the sack of Rome by German troops as part of an ongoing conflict between the Habsburg Empire and the French monarchy. And I like to think the Pope ended the pet- ended it like a petulant child. Of course. It's like, what the devil is this? Sack of Rome? I said, sack of money. That's it. Renaissance is over. <laughs> To which the Germans... Just like that. <laughs> you, you've lost your Renaissance privileges. <laughs> to which the Germans responded, Oh yeah? Try this one off besides you punk bitch. And then they whipped out a gun and held it to the Pope's head. <laughs> your pasta-eating ass is going, to, is going to clear out. While we're at it, we're going to take these nice drawings you got. <laughs> and we're going to go. We're gonna throw your ass in jail. And that's exactly how it happened. That's exactly how Guns it happened. Guns and all. A roundabout way of saying that's how it happened. And, and this, then Michelangelo joined the other joined Ninja Joined the Turtles other Ninja Turtles. In hiding. Yep. Um, May 6th, 1937, the Hindenburg caught fire. Hilarious. Uh-huh. This is where we get the phrase, oh, the humanity. Yeah. Um, May 6th, 1954, Roger Bannister becomes first man to run a four-minute mile. Running from the Hindenburg. <laughs> <laughs> He gets there and like, Roger Bannister, you just ran a full minute mile. He's like, did I? What? It was like north by northwest. Uh-huh. It's like, don't talk to me. Uh, <laughs> so he just walks away. <laughs> he wasn't even an Olympic runner. He's just some guy. Uh, May 9th, 1945. Uh, oh, the uh, surrender, German surrender goes into effect. Hell so, yeah. So VE day is upon us. Uh, May 9th, 1960, birth control pills approved by the FDA. Something I don't think a lot of these YouTube celebrities' parents knew about. Of course. Uh, May 11th, 1969, Battle of Hamburger Hill, led by General Ronald McDonald against yeah. the forces of the Hamburglar. <laughs> of course. And ever since then, he can never let it go. Get over here, Lieutenant Grimace. Robble, 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 robble. Robble, 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 robble. May 11th, 1985, Andrew. Our brother is born. Andrew Ryan Webster is 13 born. 13 years later on that day, Tyler, Tyler Edward Webster, Webster is born. Edward Webster is born. Skeleton twins. Skeleton twins. Skeleton key. Skeleton. any door. Irish twins. Irish twins. Irish twins. Megan, rewinding May 10th, 1994, Nelson Mandela becomes president of South Africa, the first black president in the country's history. May 14th, 1804, Lewis and Clark set out on their expedition. Lewis and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. To, yes, to explore the Northwest, and that's where they created Sacagawea, weird science style. <laughs> that's how it happened. <laughs> May 14th, 1796, Docker, Docker, hello, Docker, 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 <laughs> Docker, 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 Docker. Uh, Dr. Edward Jenner develops the smallpox vaccine, and he would later admit to feeling like a woman in a man's body and then change his name and gender. <laughs> Dr. Edward Jenner. Dr. Um, Edward runs um, in the family. Yeah, exactly. May 14th, 1942, an act of Congress is passed to allow women to serve in non-combat roles in the military. Who um, cares? Who cares? <laughs> uh, speaking of Jerry Stiller, in a way, May 14th, 1998, the last episode of Seinfeld airs. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and they aired it sh- in Times Square. showed right? it in Times so Square. so important. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, May 17th, 1954, Brown versus the Board of Education. The ruling of the case states that racial segregation of public schools was unconstitutional, got the wheels in motion for integration of schools. you goddamn right. Oh, yeah. May 18th, 1804, Napoleon Bonaparte becomes Emperor of France. He snatched the crown from Pope Fran- Pro- uh I uh, completely forgot the Pope. 
its name, which Pope it was, from the Pope and crowned himself. Pope John Frank. Yeah. Napoleon is a little bitch. Yeah. Uh, May 19th, 1923, Malcolm X was born. May 20th, 1927, Charles Lindbergh took off on his famous flight in the spirit of St. Louis. Uh, May 20th, 1932, so five years later, Amelia Earhart becomes first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic. She related to Dale F- Earhart. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> uh, five years later is when she disappeared, learned, trying to fly around the equator. And legends say that she made the flight. However, she didn't return as Amelia. She came back as Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> so uh, May 22nd, 1967, <laughs> Mr. Rogers Neighborhood premieres. Uh, May 22nd, 1972, Richard Nixon becomes the first president to visit Moscow. And in his own oh, words, so this, so in, this is Moscow. In his own words, somebody, somebody tell them, turn the air conditioner down. My nuts are frozen on my leg. <laughs> so those are his exact words. Uh, May 22nd, 1972, Salon changes its name to Sri Lanka. Um, Shalon, so, for, Shalon so Sri Lanka, formerly Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka from Wayne's World Two, yeah. <laughs> or else Aussie wouldn't go on stage, stage that, that night. night. Yeah. Um, May twenty fifth, nineteen sixty two, the Gateway Arch is dedicated. Hell yeah, so, baby! For us here in St. Louis, May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven, Star Wars opens in theaters. Star Wars. May 29th, nineteen fifty three, Sir Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay become the first explorers to reach the top of Mount Everest. However much there's May. There's already a discotheque up there. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> May 28th, 1888, Jim Thorpe was born. We paid a visit to Jim Thorpe a few years ago, mm-hmm. at least a statue of him. Uh, May 29th, 1917, JFK was born. It's not the first vagina he'd be pulled out of. And <laughs> May 31st, 1859, Big Ben rings out for the first time. First time you said 1959? 1859. 1859. 1859. Thank you. 1859. Okay. So those were the This Month in History moments. Matt, let's get into these questions. The question and answer session question with and the Radcast Border 5-0. Not the cops, but the 50th episode. Happy as little kid. I was happy as... Oh, speaking of that, <laughs> I was listening to Mike Myers on Conan's ah, podcast. yeah. And they are talking about how they used to collaborate on SNL. Mm-hmm. And Mike Myers said Conan contributed contributed a lot to sprockets <laughs> oh, like so and he glad. just like randomly would be like uh what would be the name of the number one show in germany and conan's like who are you to accuse me <laughs> <laughs> who and, are you to accuse me and then he, he said something so, else but i can't remember so hard, he had to vomit <laughs> but conan had his his thumbprints all over sprockets which makes sense and it makes me so happy to hear so uh for the radcast qa i put it out q and a i put it out I put it out. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I put it out on Instagram, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Hopefully listeners, you know, four listeners to submit questions to us. Mm-hmm. And a few listeners did answer the call. Yeah. Um, our obviously former guest of the show, Jeff Wright. Yep. Good friend of ours. Uh, former guest of the show and will be future guests. And Jeff will be future guests yeah. as well, obviously, mm-hmm. next week. Um, but also Dave Little, Dave. who we've mentioned before, was on the Little Giants episode. And then Dave's girlfriend, Stephanie Von Arks. Yeah. So between the three of them, we got like 17 questions. Thank you very much. awesome. So I'll make sure to delineate who asked which question. Yeah, it's better than three from three people and the... And well, then we think, just make... Well, them. I think we would have had fun either way. But yeah, it's, it's, exactly. ni- it's nice to get listener questions, although this time around it was still three people, but... 17 questions between nah, three a of bunch them. of questions so if you for future q a's feel free to ask as many questions as you'd like um so i'd contemplated whether or not making it anonymous but i thought no give them, there's, them, there's no yeah, shame give in them, this yeah, who cares like yeah, give, exactly. give, give them the shout give them the shout they it's, deserve it exactly so starting us off is a question from stephanie stephanie von uh-huh. arks who is a friend of the show friend of ours dave's girlfriend dave's girlfriend um she asked what is your least favorite 90s trend and why Carrot top. Uh, <laughs> of course. I thought of this because you, you <laughs> said, I was thinking outside the box. It was like fashion trend. Yeah, person, see, that know. was my question because yeah. you sent me half the questions because I wanted the other half to be like yeah. a surprise. And I said baloney, <laughs> so, so, which is <laughs> really not a serious answer because I love baloney. I would say carrot top because yeah. I was like fashion trends. I don't carrot top. Prop yeah. comics in general. That's the prop comedy has been around since the 70s. Yeah. But. Carrot Top, I think, had too much had too much of his day in the sun. Ironically, yeah. Um, I would I I would have been like, oh, Pauly Shore. But I love Pauly Shore. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Carrot he, Top seems like a nice guy. Sure, but like Carrot, like 
get out of it. Carrot top. I'm plus, done, done with it. Plus, here's the thing with the 90s. It's a decade that we love so much. Mm-hmm. I like almost all of the fashion yeah. stuff, and I'm glad to see it make mm-hmm. a comeback. Any person who's a time capsule at that time, like a Pauly Shore, someone yeah. who's a flash in the pan, who is you know, very much you know, stuck in the early they to had the, mid-90s. He had niche. Yeah, exactly. I can respect it for the context of that. Mm-hmm. Like, So I'm not going to say, oh, Pauly Shore, judging it on today. Right. Because Pauly Shore of the 90s, I enjoy a lot of his yeah. stuff. I, so I will say, although it started, you know, it, it started back in the 19th century as a hairstyle, but you know, throughout the 80s and the 90s, the mullet, I that's one I, yeah. I genuinely am like that was stupid. It's always been stupid and shouldn't make a comeback. And the Caesar cut and the yeah and the Caesar cut yeah. yeah Is that so, that never like so like George Clooney on ER, J.C. Chazé like mm-hmm. when NSYNC first came out. For whatever reason, at that time, the Caesar cut became yeah. like Antonio Banderas. Cool. Yeah. And Antonio! Look- <laughs> Antonio! Antonio! Antonio Banderas. And then Antonio Banderas. Melody! Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you go yeah. from Des- Antonio Banderas with his cool hair in Desperado, yeah. and then a Caesar haircut? What the hell are you doing, man? Yeah, exactly. I don't care about Caesar unless it's a salad. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but I actually, I was kidding about bologna, but my two serious answers are bicycle shorts. So, like, er, that's early 90s. I don't think bicycle shorts looks good on Bo- anybody. Body gloves. Yeah, body gloves. Corey Taylor but from Corey Living Glover. Color. Co- Corey, Corey, Corey Glover. Unless you're Corey... Corey Taylor from Corn, <laughs> or not Corn, uh, Slipknot. No, yeah, Corey Glover from from yeah. uh, from Living Color. Or yeah, or Ernie Race Jr. from Surf Ninjas. Yeah, exactly. Um, but or no, surfers, I guess. But. Yeah, bicycle shorts. So like, yeah. whenever I think of bicycle shorts, they don't even look. I just think it's a stupid. Obviously, for they they have a functional purpose right. for actual like bicyclists. That's my ass breed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it makes my Makes my balls hot though. Uh, <laughs> to keep them close to my inner thighs. Yeah. Swamp ass. Yeah, but I always think of Millie Vanilli wearing bicycle shorts uh, with like blazers. Ah, <laughs> so, yeah. It's like it just it it just doesn't look good. Yeah. That and the Macarena was another trend yeah. that I. It's just. It's in, it's it's, in, it's embarrassing. It's the go-to dance for white, uncoordinated, middle-class yeah. people. I just get the image of Al Gore doing the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> so it definitely is not cool. It's Although very, he, did, he invented the internet. Very so. unappealing. So as much as I love a lot of 90s strands, Stephanie, thank you for the question. Yes, thank you. Um, that was our answer. So next question from Jeff. Who is your favorite comic book artist? Uh, oof, uh, ob- I mean, I say obviously everybody should have. Todd McFarlane. Yeah, Tom Tor- McFarlane encapsulates John McFarlane and Jim Lee encapsulate yeah. the '90s art style for my some of, for my favorites growing up, Spider Man and X Men. Yeah. Also, Tom McFarlane did Batman, but I yeah. always, always, I love the detail Tom McFarlane put in. I mean, for crying out loud, the webbing on Spider Man. Yeah, just he, the way he put, just the the detail, something as small as webbing. Like some, no one up to that point in the '90s. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only t- like people just saw Spider-Man's webbing mm-hmm. as just like two parallel lines, yeah. and they didn't think anything about it. Right. But the fact that he put that much detail in the making the webbing very like intricate. intricate. Yeah. Yeah. He he was there was one time he he did this in the early '90s. Stan Lee had this series where he was talking to some of the up and coming artists that were working at Marvel yeah. at the time. Uh, some of, you know, I think he talked, I think he talked to all three of the guys that eventually defected to, to create image comics, Todd McFarlane, Jim Lee, and, uh, Rob Liefeld, three among like, like five like, artists. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, he was talking, Stan Lee was talking to Todd McFarlane and Todd McFarlane was saying, he's like, I never knew why nobody put any detail into the webs. Yeah. He's like, they just kind of made these like swoopy motions and you know, everything else was put into Spider-Man, which it makes sense. But he finally, he was a guy who he, he is a very, like when I think of comic book style, Especially mm-hmm. the nineties, I think of Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Spawn. Spawn of course, Spawn. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, eventually the McFarlane figures. He's like, Why can't things be detailed? Yeah. yeah. And I mean that started with Spider Man mm-hmm. and that led to having full splash pages of these close ups of Spider Man with an emphasis on the webs. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. Um 
Ty McFarlane and Jim Lee are good, but Torsky Simpson's my favorite. Ah, yes, Torsky Simpson. The artist of Busty Flash. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Before that, he was doing Archie comics. He yeah. got fired because he made Veronica um, a little too busty. A little too busty. And then he made Jughead busty. Yeah. And they're like, well, he's called Jughead, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But he's a man. <laughs> he's like, oh, he is. And then he did the Rapscallion group of teenagers called the Horny Boys. <laughs> 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 before going to DC, well, before going to DCC <laughs> to do Busty Flash, <laughs> and then the Horny Boys become a music group and open for Color ba- Color Me Bad. No, the Horny Boys all died in a train accident. <laughs> they were practicing on the train tracks. <laughs> they were they were Horny s- Boy One got his foot caught in the in the rails. <laughs> a la Fried green tomatoes. Exactly. And Chris, Chris O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Yeah. R.I.P. Chris O'Donnell's yeah. foot. Chris that, O'Donnell yeah. was slated to play Horny Boy 2 in the Horny Boy adaptation of, you know, in a Horny Boy movie. But then he went on to play Robin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so Torsky Simpson is my favorite. No, but in all seriousness, um, those are my two picks was either Todd McFarlane or Jim Lee. <laughs> I had never heard the Horny Boys one. Hey man, that's comics new, in the nineties was a just new one. It was a wild, the Wild West. Yep. Um, but anyway, DCC <laughs> didn't even try. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even try and think about what the other C stood for. <laughs> cool. <laughs> the Southern C is cool. Detective Cool Comics. It's um, so funny to me when people say DC Comics. The C stands, the C for, stands comics. for comics. Detective That's like comics. ASAP as possible. <laughs> people uh, say DC though earnestly. in the morning. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a little more understandable because I don't. What is the a, I don't know what the AM stands for. It indicates the morning, but when people say AM in the morning, AM it's a bit redundant. Early morning. I don't know. Anyway. Anto Dominio. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, so Dave had a question. He said, "You get three wishes. Okay. What are they? First wish." Um, and sometimes I pray to God for this, um, cause God's my genie. Um, <laughs> first wish is I wish I had a savant level knowledge and ability to play any, anything on yeah, any instrument. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, I've always wanted that, you know, I can barely get by on the instrument I took lessons on yeah. and I'm maybe not giving myself enough credit. I'm all right at it. I'm yeah. better than some. Um, at least you try to learn more yeah, or know exactly. more than like three chords. But I wish like... I wish I could pick up any instrument and just be really good at it, yeah. especially the drums and the piano, Ooh. but also the saxophone yeah. like, would be really cool. Um, that's one. So that's one. Um, two is I wish I had a job to where I could do it from home so I didn't have to go to work at a typical nine to five, eight hour a day five right. days a week, four day hour a week job. Something you love. Something I love doing. And some, and I feel really feel like I'm, I'm not going to love a job unless it's like on my terms, like mm-hmm. at a, at my house doing something with this or writing or something. Yeah. So, so that's wish two and wish three. I've God, become multimillionaire, I guess. Ah, so multi, uh, you know, cause it's one of those things where I was like, okay, and I honest, I honestly would do this, but I was like, I'll, I'll set aside money. I use my four hundred one k. I'll do it and do all this. But then, I want to be one of those millionaires who donates half of it. Yeah. So just find causes or people and just donate half of it. So that's partially why too. You know, enough to feel comfortable to get by living on it, mm. not creating so much of an expectation or way of living to where I keep having to like keep up with a standard of living. And then, you know, live modestly and then donate a lot of it, yeah. too. My first wish would be $1 trillion. $1 trillion. That way, I don't have to work anymore. Yeah. Um, and then my second wish would, that, would be that this would be successful. Whatever the medium is. doesn't have to be the radcast, but, like, mm-hmm. me and you, brothers, against the world, just creating content. Yep. That way, there's still a little bit of a constant stream, mm-hmm. um, even though a trillion dollars could last me a lifetime. Yeah, you wouldn't uh, have to do anything after a yeah, trillion dollars. Exactly. And then I wish I had like an elite, ath- like elite. I wish I had the abilities of like an elite athlete. I'll think of that sometimes. It's like, what if I kept up with baseball? Like, I, I, I want, could have the work ethic to do it. Yeah. But then, like, it's like, I wonder what it would be like to be a major league I baseball. Want, I want player. that experience of like. 
the roar of the crowd. Mm. Oh, you know, especially in like a big game. I'll change. I change my. I change my answer. My second answer of you know getting big with this. I do want that, but quite honestly, ever since I was 13 years old, I've always wanted to know that feeling of being a pro wrestler yeah. and walking out in front of the capacity crowd yeah. with your entrance music playing and you're just you're a huge baby face yeah. good guy it's a big draw yeah and you're going out and the just getting a austin level stone steve austin level pops yeah and just experiencing that because i've heard wrestlers say there's absolutely no feeling like it yeah and it's absolutely it's a drug. addicting and I, that is what I've wanted. I want to know what that's like. So Good I'd, on you. I'd say that's my second wish. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. So we're going to stick with Dave with the Dave question. Yeah. And I, I've i listed these kind of in a in an order that doesn't make I sense. I trust you. Yeah, but just... Um, we'll get but, to all of them. Yeah, another Dave question. What are your three dream jobs? Um, so I'll start. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Voiceover artist, mm-hmm. comedy writer. Yeah. That way I can create, Yeah. you know, and see my works come to fruition mm-hmm. um and a member of the e-fashion police <laughs> <laughs> all right so I could stand on the red carpet and be like uh <laughs> or yuck <laughs> those are your two or catch- what were you thinking <laughs> your three catchphrases yeah exactly matt's what were you thinking moment of the night yeah exactly um <laughs> it's the oscars <laughs> here i am again and who cares what's funny is you're straight yeah exactly and then i'll cut people off when they're giving me a rundown of their dress and say or you know the way they just say who cares and then just <laughs> go on to the next person sounds good um, Which could be a comedy sketch that I could write, and it comes exactly. Fruition. Yeah. I would say I'm with you on comedy writer. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted the guts to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I think I could do it. Um, but I'm also someone who is played more behind the scenes. Yeah. So, um, so comedy writer. I want to do something. I always love finding my common interests with people and having really good discussions about it. Yeah. Especially in like podcast so if, yeah. if it's in podcast form or talk radio form or television show form or mm-hmm. whatever doing something like what kevin smith does yeah like being somebody who talks about nerdy things yeah i was gonna say t- being the token pop culture encyclopedia being a pop culture and encycl- getting paid to be a pop culture encyclopedia yeah. whatever that looks like you know, even if, if I'm on a documentary in my lower third, says Stephen Webster, pop culture enthusiast, yeah. if I'm getting paid whatever. for it, what? That, there what are pop that culture like. historians. Exactly. You see them get interviewed on mm-hmm. certain stuff. Yeah. I, lo- I love our episodes with everybody, but with also fellow encyclopedias on pop culture like yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. Having our question, our discussions with him um, not to, like not just on the show, but just in general, talking with anybody who can yeah. just, just that we can just I can stretch those muscles with, and I love hearing people's stories. I love hearing people's experiences with mm-hmm. things, and I love just sitting there and listening to them. I don't want, I don't have to, and I don't want to say much. I want them to have the floor, and I'll put I'll put things in spots. So yeah. if it looks like a, a show or a podcast or whatever that's two and three we're in dream jobs still right yeah Mm -hmm. i would love shit because i would put this in genie thing too i would love to be a musician in a really famous band yeah whether it's lead singing and rhythm guitar or just singing in a band like get the groupies i would love to be in a band like playing concert. I want to know what it's like yeah. to play in front again that capacity crowd thing. Being an entertainer in front of a capacity crowd, you know, with music and with just I just want to know what that's like. Yeah. Even even if it's just you know being you know just taking like if I were just a rhythm guitar player in a band that is just like a three piece. Yeah. And I'm like in the background playing, just experiencing that would yeah. be really, really cool. It would be cool. Mm-hmm. That it's like that. And then I also thought like NHL goalie. Is yeah. Something I've always wanted to yeah. be. I've always yeah. wanted to win the Stanley cup. Yeah. That'd be oh, cool. Yeah. Yep. 
So that was another Dave question. So another Stephanie Von Arks question. Mm-hmm. So she asks, yeah. Stephanie Von Arks asks, favorite thing about Dave Little? <laughs> and I'm going to twist this and say our favorite thing about Dave Little and the reasons you, the listener, should know and go follow mm-hmm. Dave Little. Yeah. Um, so we joke, Dave, I don't know what, Dave has such... He's kind of like an abstract. He's not such, abstract he has such a, of humor. a unique. Yeah. Sense. I love it. Yeah, I say these things in glowing. Like, yeah, Dave is one of is one of the people who can just make me crack up at just the most random shit. He, he has he, such a unique sense of humor. Like, it's almost like he he'll present a a punchline with zero context. You're just like what? Just to <sighs> get you to say what? Yeah, and that's the and joke I love for that. him. Yeah, and I love it. Or he'll say something and then in a roundabout way come to the punchline. And he, like, he, it's intentional. Yeah. I don't know, Dave, if it is intentional. <laughs> but so t- but uh, I think half half of the time he knows what he's doing and yeah. half the time. Um, yeah. Dave is so unique. And, like, in, in his, uh, and I know to a lot of you listeners who don't know Dave, this might not mean it. But, like. But, that, but that's that, where it comes that, in the part of here's why you question. should know yeah. him. Yeah. He is such. He has such a different sense of humor that I I really like, mm-hmm. and I've like always been a fan of. When I figured it out, yeah, I was like, it's it's so much fun hanging out with Dave, yeah. and like cracking up with Dave. And he has like his he has these like sound bites he always inserts like at certain time. Like you want to meet Kurt Angle, <laughs> which when he's on again, I'll there, we'll, we'll there tell the references story. to yeah things we've done, yeah. Um, so he's, he's got a charisma and an infectious, like confidence about yeah. him. And, uh, I also not in any self aggrandizing way at all, but just from a f- like friend support way, yeah. Dave has always been one of our biggest fans. Yeah. Like he's he, like, he'll, he would listen if nobody, like he's one of the people who would listen if nobody else would listen and, and build us up. Yeah. And like somebody who would tell me when we worked together and still now he's like, he's like, Steve, you're, you're like, you're like, you're, you're I always want to collaborate. Like you're one of the people I always want to collaborate with. Cause I love collaborating with talented people. And he's like, you, you and Matt are just super talented. Somebody thanks, who's just, Dave. yeah, it, that's always <laughs> our thanks Dave. Yeah. Like, cause we're not people who are like, yeah, you're right. You know, yeah. we actually are kind of like weird with compliments sometimes. Yeah. Cause I don't know how to take it because I'm not, somebody right. who puts things on myself but yeah dave and dave's dave is one of one of our close friends and he's a great dude and really funny guy yeah so then jeff wright asks mm-hmm. um who is your favorite jeff and i say jeff the killer <laughs> jeff, <laughs> the jeff. youtube creepy pasta <laughs> and i say Jeff from the wiggles <laughs> wake, wake up, up jeff. jeff no my favorite jeff jeff is- gordon Exactly. <laughs> I like to drive fast. You know Jeff Gordon's catchphrase. I cheat on my wife. No. Jeffrey DeKaiser Wright is my favorite Jeff. My favorite Jeff is Jeffrey DeKaiser Wright. Somehow I knew he knew that that was going to be our answer. Oh, and boy. yet his narcissistic self wanted to ask it anyway. Just for that, yo ass is getting spelled with a ph. Ah uh-huh. No, it's going to be G O F F P H P H G O P H. Yeah. <laughs> Thus of both worlds. Yes. Um, and so another Dave question, he asks, what is your favorite thing to do in the summer, the Radcast? I like to go to the zoo. Going I like to, to go the Saint, to St. Louis Cardinal Games. St. Louis Zoo is one of the top zoos in the world. I like, and it's free. I like going to Six Flags for three hours, I, and, and, but that's as, about as long as I can take that. I love going to Six Flags. I love Six Flags. Um, simply, a, a more simple thing is sitting out by fire, yep. sitting out on a porch, drinking beers, hanging out, laughing, having barbecues. Barbecues. Maybe not a fire because it's the nights usually in St. Louis here. The nights usually still pretty, you know, right, humid. But uh, um, you can. We have friends who still make fires yeah. though, um, and they're miserable. I just don't have a heart to tell them. Yes, <laughs> it's very smoky. <laughs> uh, but just sitting out on a deck or a patio yep. or a porch. And here in the cicadas, I'm a very simple person. We don't all, we don't need to be doing things. All I want to do is talk and hang out with my friends. That's it. Yep. So that's my favorite thing to do in the summer. Um, minus, you know, I could do without 
the humid ass heat. St. Louis, is, the Midwest is god-awful when it comes yeah. to the summer. Yep. Um, so Jeff has another question, mm-hmm. and this is a something that before he even asked it, like for years I've thought about this, and he, he says, if you could go back to the 90s mm-hmm. as you are now, what would be your perfect day? So... I like you said like like you I think about this a lot and mm. this is one that you sent me and I thought about it. Uh quite simply, I'd of course wake up in the morning. Um I'd if I wake up early enough, I'll put it on 120 minutes on MTV mm. or I'll just wake up, put it on ESPN, uh see, see what kind of see, sports see, highlights. See what inter- see how the new interleague play is is going. Yeah. And, and that's the and thing is like I thought I'm like, there are elements of early 90s in there. Yeah. There are elements of late 90s. Yeah. Um, I probably fall more in the late or in the in the mid 90s. Yeah. Um, I would, of course, I would go to the mall. I'd spend hours at the mm-hmm. mall. I'd go to the mall that we started going to when we were kids, Jamestown Mall. I'd go to, they had a Sam Goody, pop into KB Toys, pop into Turn 2, which was yeah. a comic book and trading cards. trading cards uh, shop. Um I'd eat in the food court, mm, some chi- some cheese fries. Ugh. I'd go to Chick Fil A, then I get some cheese fries, and then I just would look at McDonald's. Um, and then on my way home, I'd stop at Seven Eleven, get a Slurpee. Mm-hmm. Slurpee, Slurpee, Slurpee. The, Dude, the what I'm thinking about right now is the house that we spent the first ten years of our life yeah. in. There was a Seven Eleven down by that way, and there was a Blockbuster down the street. Yep. So coming on, getting off, you know. We didn't take the highway to get to the mall, but I just would be coming off the highway, um, drive a little ways down, stopping at 7-Eleven, get a snack, get a Slurpee, stop in a, you know, I get a Slurpee, and then I'd stop in a Blockbuster, and that's where I'd get my snacks. Yeah. I'd rent, you know, Batman Forever just came out on VHS, rent Batman Forever, make it a Blockbuster night, go home, um, everybody go home, <laughs> um, and I'd probably um, order Pizza Hut. Nice. Um, that that that's what I would do. That's that's the perfect that's the perfect Saturday. I've got several different scenarios. There was a <laughs> You're gonna have to be more specific. Yeah. So the one that's stick the one I'm gonna use for this answer mm-hmm. is I'm gonna wake up, go to hang out, you know, go I've got maybe three or four friends I'm gonna hang out mm-hmm. with that day. Meet at their house. Yeah. Probably 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. 11.30, noon. Yeah. Go to the comic book store. Yep. And that was down w- the street from my house. Yeah, while I'm there, you've got the sights and sounds of Savage Dragon, mm. Spawn, all the different Marvel titles, DC titles, Superman with the long hair. like Mola, yeah. But I'm not... We're just going to go and for a couple hours just look at comics mm-hmm. and then talk to the guys that work there. Yep. You know, Similar to the relationship we had with the guys that worked at the comic book shop we went to in college. Yeah. Anyway... Mm-hmm. Um, going to do that, going to go back to Buddy's house, mm-hmm. sit around. Actually, we are going to get comics. That way we can look at the comics, yeah. talk about them, talk about the 7 o'clock showing of The Crow hey, we're going to go yeah. see. Um, little throwback to our yeah season two premiere. Yeah, exactly. The Crow always works its way in there. Or Clueless. Yeah. Maybe we're going to meet up with some fr- some girlfriends of ours yeah. to go see Clueless. Mm-hmm. In my so. scenario, too, it, I wasn't just by myself. I was yeah, with yeah. friends as well. Yeah. So, going to go see a Touchstone 90s movie in theaters, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park. Like, the, the possibilities are endless. Either way, we're going to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go catch that. After the movies, we're going to go back to the buddy's house. We're going to stop by Blockbuster first yep. and rent something on Nintendo 64 yeah. or Sega. Mm-hmm. Um, These aren't all in the same year. No, it's no, just, no. This is just, just spread. It's, like it's like that, like... Those pictures you'll see that people post and nostalgia Instagrams or yeah, whatever, yeah. just everything '90s in yeah. one room. Yeah. So go do that. Um, order Pizza Hut mm-hmm. while we're waiting for Pizza Hut. We're gonna do video games and Pizza. Hut. So we're gonna wait for Pizza Hut while we're waiting for Pizza. Hut, we're, we're clicking around in the channels. We land on a Bulls game. Yeah. So we're sitting there until the pizza gets there. Watching Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, or just, an episode of Beavis and Butthead, or, or Beavis and Butthead. Exactly. Like I said, there's so many scenarios that I mm-hmm. run through my head anyway mm-hmm. about this. Um, then stay up really late playing Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. or Sega. There's talking so, talking about life. There's so it, there's there's so much 
yeah. to reference and throw in there. Yeah. Get a couple, get a few Jolt Colas. Yeah. Or Surge. Yeah. Or Surge. Man. I, I that, love it. That, that, that would be one of yeah. my ideal yep. 90s days mm-hmm. if I could go back in time. So great question. All these are great questions. Yeah. Um, so Stephanie had a question and I'm going to pull up her actual question on Instagram. So I make sure I get it right. Uh, she said in every storyline, there's a protagonist, antagonist, confidant, foil, and symbolic character. Mm-hmm. Which role would you like to play and why? Um, I, as much as a lot of people would probably not, I would, I don't want to be a foil or an antagonist Yeah. because a foil is supposed to be almost the opposite of the protagonist. So you see more of the virtues of the protagonist as compared to the foil. Um, But I, I wouldn't be the protagonist. I probably would either be the confidant or the symbolic character. I think I'd be more confidant. Yeah. Symbolic character to me is more of the, uh, I mean, of course, symbolic characters to symbolize something. Yeah, Yeah. I can't, I, I'm going to think of an example of somebody who's a symbolic yeah. character, but I can't I can't think of it right now. Yeah. But I would probably either be the confidant or the symbolic character uh, just to be the person who stole, who, you know, gives their virtuistic wisdom. And, They're there to listen. Yeah. Like, and there to listen, there to help. Uh, you know, very much like maybe the stoner hippie inside some of these, you know, some of these 90s movies. Like, yeah. Silent man. Bob. Yeah, and yeah. like chasing Amy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. another Kevin Smith yeah. shout out there. I would be a symbolic character like the dog from Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> Marcuccio, Barcuccio, Barcuccio. Yes. yes, it's like it's it's. I can see it in my head now. It's a scene, especially in the Romeo plus Juliet from Baz Luhrmann mm-hmm. from the '90s, where it's a slow zoom where Leo looks at the dog and he's like. He's like looking, it's a slow zoom in, and then you go to the dog, and it's a slow zoom in, and he's, he's like, <laughs> and it's a like slow zoom in, and the slow zoom in, and he goes, Hurf. he's like, you're right, Barcuccio. <laughs> yeah. And then like, as he's walking away, it's like, hold your head up, moving on. Yeah, of course, because the guy got at the modern soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, modern, the Eurythmics, which came out in the <laughs> yeah. mid-80s, yeah. mid-90s movie. Non-Shakespearean. Anyway, no, I'd be the confidant. Yeah. Um, but thank you, Stephanie, for that question. Mm-hmm. Dave had another question. What superpowers would you want? <sighs> um, I want x-ray eyes. <laughs> yeah. I want no. invisibility. And vulnerability is what and I vulnerability. want. Either that or super strength. When I was a kid, I always wanted healing. I always wanted Wolverine. I wanted, yeah. I wanted adamantium like claws. I wanted healing factor. But the thing is... Something they don't mention is although Wolverine has the healing factor, he still has the trauma of all that pain. Yeah. He still has to deal with all that. Yeah. Um, I, ooh, superpower. I guess. I want to be super horny. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it down. I got to call a doctor. <laughs> Go see the doctor. Um, horny boys. <laughs> the horny, back to the horny boys. <laughs> yeah. um, power flight. Uh, I mean, honestly, I guess I, I've, I mean, God, Spider-Man's powers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not me being frustrated. The question, it's me just like, like, damn, like there's There's so many, there's so much. I, ever since I was a kid, I always wanted the ability to, to web sling. I still, every now and then like, will like pretend to web sling at things that along with like using the four, like to wave yeah. in my hand to indicate I'm using yeah. the force to open a door. Um, but I guess web-slinging, Spider-Man's nice. super strength, agility, yeah. Spider-Man's power, wall-crawling. I, I originally said invulnerability, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I feel like it would kind of be... It would suck to watch everyone you love kind of die knowing yeah, that that's you the thing couldn't too. die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, super strength. Super strength is always a good way yeah. to go. That's one, that's one that always kind of has been at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. So fly, flying, I guess yeah, would be of cool. Power flight. But whenever, yeah. <laughs> sure, flight. But sometimes I'm like, why do people hold that in such high regard? Flying's cool, I guess. But yeah. like, I'd rather swing around across yeah. buildings, climb up buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, dude. Yeah. Um, Stephanie asks, "Would you rather be behind the scenes or in the spotlight?" Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. If I, if I had, if if somebody, I here's the thing. I have the abilities to be 
yeah. like in front of people. Yeah. I can do it. It's nerve wracking as hell, of course. Yeah. Uh, especially being an introvert, but like I can do it and I can do it yeah. convincingly if I'm prepared enough, but I would so rather be behind the scenes. Yeah. I toy with the idea of like, like, oh man, I eventually want like attention to be in the spotlight. Right. But then I think about the times that would draw me attention and it just makes me anxious and yeah. I don't want, it's like, okay, I don't want that at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's more so to be in the spotlight is like the most evident, like proof mm-hmm. that you did something. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of the big thing for me with being creative is making sure that I get credit for my creativity. Right. Give me more credit. He Give said. me more credit. He'd say. And so like being in the spotlight, be like, right, there's the credit right there. And you know, I do, I would like, you know, the attention to kind of be the center of attention and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But then I think about it and that'd probably be fun for like a couple of hours and yeah. be like, just leave me alone. Yep. So I think for the most part behind the behind scenes, the scenes, I think yeah. that's why being a voice actor yeah. and a comedy writer yeah. is so alluring yeah. be- or doing, doing something where you don't see my face. Yeah. And, and there's more pressure that. for me and I'm more like self-conscious yeah. if I'm in like, if I'm center of attention right. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, behind the scenes for mm-hmm. sure. All right. Jeff asks mm-hmm. Pokemon or Digimon? Uh, uh, in honor of next week's episode, Pokemon. I picked Digimon for the stories. That's fair. Um, character develop. You, they, they, they had a little roster and they, they made the most of it. Whereas Pokemon was all flash and no substance. Quite honestly, I actually, that's I actually do have a little bit of history with Pokemon, so I would pick Pokemon purely because I was into it for maybe like a month. Yeah, as like an eight-year-old kid, I would still pick Digimon. Okay, fair for all the reasons I just said. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, and so Dave asks, would you guys want to travel to the future or the past? Where and why? I think <sighs> we addressed um, our past aspirations in Jeff's question. So for the sake of this question being different. I want to travel to a year from now, past all this COVID shit, mm-hmm. and kind of just see where we're at in right. society. I think it'd be, in both cases, I would love to be, I've, in my ideal situation, I want it to be fly on the wall type stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you can't you can't see me. I can't yeah. affect it in any way. Because I, I just want to watch it like a movie. Yeah. Uh, so, in, in, in light of, like, differentiating the question from we already talked about the past with Jeff uh in the future five years from now I mean just to see kind of what's up also to kind of see well why is it like that what happens there then I also get anxious why am I like this yes then I also get anxious I'm like what's gonna happen like if it's like negative heaven forbid what if if I'm dead yeah it's like well what happens like yeah I'm just, I'm just going to be dead anyway. Yeah, exactly. I only got two weeks to live, yeah. so it gives me two more weeks to fuck shit up. <laughs> what would I be? Yeah, if I see the future, would I try too much to change it? Like, right. Would I be Could too, I change Would it? I be too conscious of the decisions I make, and would that affect that future? Especially yeah. if it's something that like I like. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It's I too think, stressful. I think Bad I, question, I think, Dave. No. <laughs> I think I I would go back to the past. I would go back to yeah. I mean, just illustrating from our from our perfect day in the nineties question. Just go back to the mid to late nineties. Mm. You know, I'll give I'll give the early two thousands a little bit of love there. Let's go to the eighties. Yeah. Let's go to the eighties. Let's go to the eighties and experience the eighties. Because too much of the time we try to make eighties references, but there's people like, You weren't even born then. It's like Big. So what? Who gives a you shit? You weren't born and Ben Franklin got electrocuted by a key kite. Yeah, you know a lot about the Civil War, but you weren't born then. Yeah. It's called the internet, biatch. Yeah, it's called Not having older siblings, biatch. Yeah, nobody's a specific biatch. No. This is just the general biatch, the King's yeah. English biatch. Yeah, exactly. Yes. We are all biatches. Exactly. At one point or another, all of us are biatches. Yeah. So... That's our answer. So yeah. we're kind of getting to the end here. Last mm-hmm. few questions. Jeff asks, favorite episode of The Office? Um, I have three I will give and then three runners-up. Okay. Three runner-ups. Uh, so I will say this, and I'll preface to say, I was saying this before anybody else I knew. I don't mean to be like this, but yeah. I also 
want people to know I am not a trendy person and I don't go in with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, Stress Relief Part 1 yep. and Season 5 is, to me, some of the best 15 minutes of comedy, joke after joke yeah. after joke, crammed in. Especially, I mean, especially that cold opening is just pure chaos yep. of Dwight setting the fire, testing everybody, and that's when Stanley has a heart attack. But then after, because so many people reference that, and you know, you see people post on Facebook, you know, the best moment in office history, or my favorite episode, or blah, blah, yeah. blah, and they the just CPR post that. The CPR scene, yeah. Or the CPR scene, or yeah. the cold open. But there's so many good tidbits in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, five thousand three hundred dollars. Yeah, like yeah. why that costs us fifty three or it costs us thirty five hundred dollars. Five thousand three hundred dollars for a dummy. <laughs> it's so good. Like, there's not just one scene of just chaos and just just um, over the top absurd happenings yeah. going on. There's two of them. Yep. And there's that. So stress relief part one. Part two is funny too. Yeah. Because you also get the roast you get the of Michael. Boom the, stuff. Yeah. Um, you get the roast of Michael at the end too. Um, I've I've I completely forgot what he rim shot for, but it was a completely inappropriate time to <laughs> rim shot. It was hilarious. Um, but and I the reason say, I drink wasn't yeah. it that part. Uh, you hit me with your car. Boom. <laughs> but uh, um, I I just want to say, to my knowledge. I was saying that was my favorite before anybody, before all these people found The Office on Netflix yeah, yeah. and watched through it. Um, so I just want to say that. I want to make that clear. Sure. Um, so Stress Relief Part 1, uh, Secret Santa from Season 6. Ah, uh, the old tranny claws over yeah, there. Michael as as Santa Claus. And Behold, then Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and Fun Run from Season 4. That one's good, Probably too. my top three because it's again just mm-hmm. Michael peak Michael mm-hmm. and I, rem- I remember watching we've been watching the office since um since eighth grade this was well, seventh grade the yeah, season yeah. one finale the hot girl episode and I remember when these episodes aired especially yeah. fun run um but uh runners up Phyllis's wedding the convict prison Mike yeah of course uh, survivor man cafe disco and happy hour nice I this was this is a Herculean task. Oh yeah, because there I The Office is my favorite show, mm-hmm. um, and there are so many great episodes, and I've watched through it so many times. Mm-hmm. So, I think the two that really stuck out were Stress Relief. Mm-hmm. I just lumped that in as one mm-hmm. episode, and then Niagara Parts One and Two. I really like Jim yeah. and Pam's wedding. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, the those episodes I love as well. And basketball was my first like favorite episode. Yeah, basketball. And I mean, Hot Girl always has. Hot, I love Hot Girl because I love watching like Michael think he has a chance. I love watching these guys Katie. who are like, yeah. who are kind of stuck up or kind of like assholes. Yeah. And they're they're so confident that they can pull you know pull any girl they want, but like. Uh, or just or just Michael just being delusional. He's kind of a loser, but he yeah. thinks he's like so cool. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. So Cafe Disco. Oh God, Dwight. It's not even to the Y. <laughs> um, That's a rewind moment with Zach. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Dave's last question: Three celebrities you would want to be. Mine are Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. It's what a hunk. It's not fair how good looking that yeah. guy is. And he's not just good looking, he's jacked. It's like, and he's a nice, and he's a funny guy. That's like, the thing. What the hell? I used to work with um, this guy, Logan, whose yeah. aunt is a casting director in Hollywood, and she mm-hmm. did all the casting for mm-hmm. the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. amongst other movies. And I would talk to him, and he said he went to one of like the red carpet things, and he met Chris Hemsworth, and he's like, "There's no way that guy would have been anything other than a movie star." Yeah, it's like it's not fair. Yeah, it's just not fair. Exactly, he's a hunk. Uh-huh. Um, him, uh, Jason Momoa. That's another guy. It's like, come on, God, yeah, what are you I doing? I think I think the most attractive, coolest group of people are like the Samoans and Pacific yeah. Islanders mm-hmm. and stuff because they have. Like different, like I want to learn a haka. Yeah, like the, I think those are so cool, like yeah. the traditions and stuff like that. Plus, they're almost always either like powerful, yeah, or like good looking, yeah, or a mixture of both. Just look at Dwayne Johnson for God's sakes. Yeah, like it's like it's like God. Why couldn't you have made me a hunk? Yeah, like these. They're like, guys. what's up, Oose? What's up, brother? You know. Hey, hi, <laughs> hi, hi. <laughs> um, hi, hey, babe. 
I just, let's be friends. Yeah. I just want to be friends with you. Yeah. But those two, and then probably Chris Pratt. I would, so he's a hunk and he's funny. Is dead or alive, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I would want to yeah. be yeah. I would be I would want to be Michael Hutchins from NXS yeah. because he is someone who A the ladies swoon over for good reason. He's a good looking dude who's like who has a great stage presence. Yeah. And was kinda like really like I guess Suicide Blonds. That's I love that song. Suicide Blonds. Guns in the sky. Da, da, that's, a, that's a good medley <laughs> those are, i love those songs um but i want to be this is want to be right yes michael hutchins um damn you had you had good ones um ryan reynolds that'd be a good one too yeah. um and john fogarty john cena <laughs> I mean, uh, Johnson. If if you want that roar of the crowd, like you were talking yeah. about, um, or John Cena, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, shit. Joe Gibbs, <laughs> former head coach of the Washington <laughs> Redskins. Um, damn, because I think I was like Frank I wanna, Thomas. I want to be his friend. Um, Joe Gibbs. <laughs> yep <laughs> you're my friend carol <laughs> um shit i'm gonna be like oh this guy this uh michael hutchins ryan reynolds and the person's face is in my head i don't know why i'm blanking on who it is who is it i don't know it's that's why <laughs> what uh, have they done maybe i can help i don't that's the thing i forgot because i'll look through instagram it's like man that guy's too cool um forpy malone <laughs> Four people alone. <laughs> these, these aren't names. Four feet. Tony Baloney is not a name. I would want to be Babe Ruth. <laughs> Babe Herman. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Um, shit, I don't know. Mark Hamill. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm, no, because I'd want to just meet Mark yeah. Hamill. I want to be friends with Mark Hamill. Um, Carl Weathers. Sure. <laughs> Action Jackson. Yeah. I'm going to think of someone. Carl Weathers in the mid 80s. I'm going to be scrolling through Instagram and I'm like, shit. What I know who I you're talking be... about? That That's the thing. I can't think of who it is. I can't IG even, model? I, I can't even, no. I couldn't even, I can't even get specifics in my yeah. head. Um, that's the thing. Like, I didn't know this question, so I didn't have time to think about that's it. That's fair. Yeah. Um, well, we have one more question. Yeah. And Jeff asked your favorite movie you ever rented from Blockbuster, but I'm going to make it your favorite thing you ever rented from Blockbuster because there's movies yes. and there's video games. I will say, and you might have the same answer, purely for how it changed my life, Showdown, Showdown Legends, Legends of, Wrestling. of Wrestling. Yep. That video game video from PlayStation game. 2. It changed my life. Because it opened our eyes or it started our love of wrestling mm-hmm. and it, that in turn mm-hmm. began our friendship with the man who asked the question, mm-hmm. Jeff, um, because we we started watching wrestling, found out he was a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and because we were so like, well, I was friends, hung, I was friends with them beforehand right. yeah. over Rocky, yeah, the Rocky, we, but game. we we're so like, oh, someone else who's mm-hmm. a friend of ours who watches wrestling, like, let's, I want to talk about it. I mean, someone who kind of had that same hunger and thirst to, yeah, to like not just. Figure four leg lock and yeah. kick his ass. Hit him on the chair. Like, yeah. to actually want to know how it works. Yeah. And that's still, this. there's very few people I would want to either watch or we've, talk about wrestling it with. It turned Jeff into one of them. We've watched a ton of pay-per-views with him. We've gone to pay-per-views mm-hmm. with him. We've gone to Monday Night Raw. Eventually, we're going to yeah. have a podcast with him about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say I would kind of deviate from blockbuster and kind of schnooks our grocery store video store um we ran a lot of three stooges from there yeah one of them the movie i would say it's a movie called black belt angels yeah and it's my introduction to tapping into that part of me that loves to riff crappy movies yep um we're gonna be nine years old we rented race for the record yeah Black Belt Angels. Race for the Record was about the 1998 home run. Yeah, and then three movies: Race for the Record, Black Belt Angels, and then a year in review of the 1996 St. Louis Cardinals. Baseball as it ought to be. Yeah, exactly. Leaving on eleven. Yeah. St. Louis eleven. Baseball as it ought to be, which is on YouTube. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Um, but from Blockbuster Showdown Legends of Wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those Showdown are all the Le- questions. Showdown Legends of Wrestling. Yeah. And then Black Belt Angels was important because we rented it because we knew it was going to be bad. Right. Yeah. I I had no interest. But to, in to have a good movie. to have that inclination mm-hmm. to do it because it was going to be bad and know yeah. we I wanted to watch a bad movie yeah. to sort of flex my comedic muscles. Yes. Yeah. Like that was something like I really wanted to try and make fun of because mm-hmm. it kind of like like of course with Three Ninjas High Noon and Mega Mountain, but we watched that for enjoyment yeah. and later on would make fun of it, but Black Belt Angels was rented purely to mm-hmm. like make fun of it. Yep, exactly. So that was the Q&A. That was great Q&A. Great thank questions. You, Again, Dave, Dave Jeff, Little, Stephanie. Jeff Wright, Stephanie Von Arks. Like, mm-hmm. thank you so much for mm-hmm. contributing those questions. Yes. It's very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. And it's it's much easier to see questions other people send us mm-hmm. rather than thinking of our own. Yeah. I actually had one I want to ask you real quick, real quick, off the top of your head, who have been your last five celebrity crushes? Not your top five, Dang but it. your last five. Ugh. I can start. I have all five of them. Okay. Uh, so Alicia Cuthbert. Okay. From the Girl Next Door, twenty four. Mm-hmm. She's in that. She's in a show on Netflix yeah. now. Um, uh, Lindsay Fonseca, who was Katie Doxima and Kick Ass. Yeah, yeah. She's also in the show Nikita. She's uh, in Hot Tub Time Machine. Mm-hmm. Um, three is Alexander Daddario. Yeah. Uh, four Shirley Manson. And finally, number one, Haley, Haley Williams. Williams. Yep, exactly. Um, and I would throw Emily Blunt in there yeah. as a as a kind of like a runner, as now kind of someone tr- who gets in there for me. Now that I'm trying to think about it, mm-hmm. it's like um, Alexander Daddario is mm-hmm. in there, um, a wrestler named Dakota Kai. Mm. Um, shoot. Now I can't think of anything. They're they're there. Yeah. But yeah, believe but like, you me. But you, but you don't have them like, you don't have like a sequence of when you've like had crushes on them. Or yeah, whatever. no. It's like like, like the, there was a two year period where it was Alicia Cuthbert for me. Yeah, and then like if you said if you said like your first five celebrity crushes, I have that more so. Why don't than, you just say like five your top five or whatever? See now with the top okay, five, five it's first mixed, first whatever. Okay, whatever. first five. So, so first one is Christy Swanson. Mm-hmm. So the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm-hmm. I remember watching that movie when it was on TV when I was like five or six, mm-hmm. being like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy Jo Johnson, who was yeah. Kimberly, the Pink, Pink Power, Power Ranger. Ranger. Um, actually, those are the top two. Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. yeah for Adventures of Babysitting the Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. There. I remember when Jeremy was a single man, Jeremy Weed, uh, we would always go Elizabeth Shue and be like, ugh. Elizabeth Shoe. Yep. Um, shoot, now that I'm thinking about that. And you have five there. Yeah, exactly. So there well, are five I'll, there. I'm going to bring it up in the next episode. Okay. Because now I'm going to think about I it. Thought, I thought of my last five. But yeah, I was scrolling yeah. through and I was like, yep, those are my last five. So I just wanted to throw that question to see kind of what your answers would be. You caught me off guard and I don't like that. Sorry. Yep, well, okay. that's how we're going to end it. Yeah, so the road Sorry, to 50, everyone. this was episode 48. Mm-hmm. 48 next week. Again, next week we're having the proper gents on. We're going to be talking Pokemon. Pokemon. And then Gotta catch them. Episode 50, Pee Wee's Big, Big Adventure. Adventure. Yep. I'm really excited for that because yep. I just love watching it. Yep, exactly. So thank you for listening. This has been the Radcast and the Radcast Ramble. And like always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, because why would you want to be rude? You could be rad. We'll see you next time. This concludes our broadcast day.